RadioMD. RadioMD.com. It's time for the Dr. Lee Vin Oker Show. Here's Dr. Lee. Hi, and welcome to the show. This is our ER 101 segment. Dr. Kevin Clower, frequent guest to the show, is on the American College of Emergency Physicians Council, uh, speaker of the board of directors, also the chief medical officer and chief risk officer and patient safety for team health. So uh, welcome, Dr. Clower. Thanks for being on the show. We're going to talk about some... Um, you know, safety tips for parents as it's back to school this week or probably next week for most parents. So thanks for being on again. Well, thanks for having me, Lee. I appreciate it. So what would you like to hear about? <laughs> well, let's start with, you know, I see these little kids sometimes standing at the bus stop when I'm driving to work and their backpacks are bigger than them. And I'm thinking to myself, really, you're in first grade and you're carrying that many books. But it seems like uh, kids are, are, are carrying bigger and bigger backpacks these days. That's got to be hard on their little growing bodies. No, you are so right. And I think what we're trying to do is prepare them for the business world early. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. But it's amazing when you think about this, and especially in the digital world where kids are using tablets and computers in the classroom, why do we need so many heavy books but we haven't made the full transition? <laughs> you know, I, from what I have read, 14,000 children a year are treated for backpack injuries. Wow. And maybe they aren't really necessarily serious, but they can cause some chronic problems neck problems, shoulder problems, hip problems, back problems. And this all starts from maybe the age-old question. You know, do we sacrifice function for fashion? Do you one-strap or do you two-strap? <laughs> With the backpack, you got to have your kids two-strapping because one-strapping is not really symmetrical and it's going to get you into trouble. Yeah, no, it's true. They, uh, you know, but it's it's hard. I guess the older the kids are, they just throw it on uh, one thing. But, you know, women that carry really big purses on one arm, they come in with all kinds of problems, too. So it's a similar thing. Absolutely. And I suppose uh, men with satchels, because it's not really a man purse. It is a satchel. And the bigger <laughs> it gets, the more strain it can put on your back and shoulders. Now, what about uh, something, though, that's, you know, those cross-body bags? So it is on one shoulder, but then the weight, is the weight get more distributed to that other hip as it goes across your body? No, you're right. If you really are worried, particularly if your child has pre-existing back or neck problems or an injury they're recovering from, sports-related or otherwise, you want to make sure you don't make it worse or the backpack that doesn't work for them. So here are some recommendations for you. Okay. No more than 10 to 15% of their own body weight. So you got to get that kid on the scale and get the backpack on the scale with them. Well-padded shoulder straps, maybe an abdominal strap or an additional strap around the chest, kind of the thing you're talking about to help stabilize it. They also recommend that the weight of the pack should not fall below the pant line. Now, that's oh. a little difficult because today's fashion um, as well, the pant line may be really low, but we want to <laughs> keep it fairly high. And we've also got to make sure that the heaviest thing, this is important, I didn't realize this until I looked into this, the heaviest piece of equipment or book in the backpack needs to be closest to the body. And that kind of makes sense. Keep the center of gravity close to the body. Right. I know some of these little kids, you see them walking, you think if they're like turtles, if they fall over with their backpack on, they'll never be able to get back uh, upright. 
Oh, you're right. But wouldn't it just be fun to see him try? <laughs> All right. Well, that's some very good advice. Now, the uh, ne- uh, next thing that I think is a huge concern, and you know we've seen it a lot in the ER, and, you know, I, you see it with your own kids, t- texting. And, you know, we talk about texting and driving, and that's a whole nother issue you know, now that kids are on the road, walking to school at bus stops, you know, people have to be even hyper vigilant. But the kids themselves, and they might not even be texting, you know, they play those games on their phones. Um, so it's like distracted walking. It's it's just as dangerous, right? Oh, it absolutely is. And I'll tell you what's, what's really interesting, and there is some pretty good data out there. I did pull one article just to review uh, to discuss with you and your listeners also, accidents, analysis, and prevention. Now, this is from a couple of years ago in 2012, but they were looking at data in 2010, and there were significant numbers of injuries from just being distracted. Distractions are huge, but just being distracted by a cell phone. The more engaged you are with your phone, the less likely you are to really recognize obstacles around you, and you have no situational awareness. And so in 2010 alone in the U.S., there were significant injuries, over 1,500, just from cell phone use, and inattention to what you're doing. And now that we have drivers that are running um, at extra risk because they aren't paying attention, and they might be using their cell phone, and if you're a pedestrian not using your, or you're using your cell phone and not paying as much attention as you should, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I mean, what's kind of, I mean, you could probably go on YouTube and see all kinds of funny videos, even of adults, right, walking around in cities, uh, stepping off curbs. I, I've seen people myself in the uh, emergency room or some of the clinics that I've worked in where, you know, they twisted their ankle, stepping in holes, you know, actually falling to the point of even worse, getting hit by a car. Well, Lee, this, this is exactly the same advice that we gave many years ago about don't run with scissors. <laughs> I mean, well, don't walk when you're not looking where you're going. You know, this article I told you about, they, they also talked about a few people uh, that they highlighted. A 23-year-old male walking on the middle line of the road while talking on a cell phone, and surprisingly, <laughs> he was struck by a car. A 28-year-old male walked into a pole talking on a phone and lacerated his eyebrow. A 14-year-old, listen to this, 14-year-old male walking down the road talking on a cell phone, fell six to eight feet off a bridge, didn't even know he was on one. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. And those are people that are just talking, you know, and you think you're talking and you're looking out, but we found that even talking on a phone has a certain degree of distraction uh, that people aren't concentrating on what's in front of them. So you can imagine if you're looking down texting or playing a game. And I think, you know, another thing that's important to highlight is that, you know, if you're a kid at a bus stop, okay, you figure you're not, you're not, um, you know, walking. So why not just wait and play your game while you're at your bus stop? But, you know, you're still out on a street, right? And as you said, you know, what about the driver that's not paying attention? Absolutely. I just think we really have to call the people's attention that you interact with your phone daily, and it's part of you. It's almost a physical part of you. But when you are engaged in an activity that requires your attention for your safety and the safety of others, it's time to put the phone down. It can't be a part of you. Sit on the couch, you want to be with your phone, fine. Walking, driving, operating heavy machinery, can't do it. <laughs> or standing on a street somewhere. We teach our kids you got to look both ways before you cross the street. Um, so you really have to um, 
you really have to ha- teach them to be vigilant if they're standing on a, on a street corner waiting for a bus, and it could be a busy street corner. So that's great advice. We only have about a minute now. What kind of uh, checklist should parents think about, like a health checklist for going back to school? What, what things do they have to have ready? <clears throat> well, I think you need to think about physical health, of course. Figure out when their breaks are. Will the school let them eat during a break? How late is their lunch? If your child keeps eating multiple times in the day and they end up getting the, the short straw and have the late lunch, you have to work out with the school to make sure that they can get some sort of break or some sort of additional nutrition in between. So nutrition is key. Make sure that their mental health is good. You've got to check in with them regularly. Oftentimes kids won't tell you because they feel it's a sign of weakness or it might upset you that their transition is difficult. Hey, I've got a 14-year-old. We just moved out of state, and he's starting in a new state, a new high school. He's well-adjusted, but every day I'm checking in with him. Hey, how's your day going? How are the kids? How are the teachers? Are you happy? And I think we need to do that every day with our kids early on, and we also make, need to make sure that from a health standpoint, not just mental health, but health standpoint, they're getting the adequate nutrition they need, and let's rest those young learning minds at night. Don't let them stay up on their cell phones. They need to get their sleep. Yeah, that's important. And uh, maybe less screen time at night because it interrupts their sleep. So that's an important thing. Check with your kid's pediatrician to make sure that uh, their health form's signed. And if they need any um, sports, physicals, uh, sometimes getting those done is important too. So um, I want to thank my guest. This is the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show, Health from the Outside In on Radio MD. Stay tuned into your health.